Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello, women's basketball fans. Happy 2021. I know Gabe Ibrahim and Amy Audibert had you covered on Monday, but this is my first time welcoming you in this new year. So I hope 2021 is going great for you already. Have you set your intentions? including, of course, listening to more Locked on Women's Basketball, I'm sure. Um, But I I hope you've set those intentions, you've done your goal setting, vision boards, prayer, whatever it is for you, because 2021 is going to be the year. Yes, we're claiming it. We are claiming it. And today is actually extremely important. You know that at the end of 2020, I was talking about that Georgia runoff election. Well, hey, it is election day. And of course, if you are locked onto women's basketball, then you know women's basketball is locked in on the Georgia election, the runoff. Make sure that you are following, I mean, Stewie just put out something for uh, the Warnock campaign. Uh, There have been articles, of course, about the partial owner of the Atlanta Dream Team. There's lots of news. Women's basketball in the news. Georgia in the news. The WMBPA really out and advocating and organizing for voters in Georgia to vote. So... There's lots of that. We'll get into a little bit more of that on Thursday, especially because we should know the election results. But again, this was a runoff twice. There's two runoffs. Uh, So this is the second time Georgia is going out to vote for these very important Senate seats. But there's other news. Of course, we talked about Duke opting out. You heard about that a little bit yesterday, also on Lockdown Women's Basketball. I'm going to talk about Renee Montgomery again. Talked about her at the end of 2020 and some of her endeavors and a a few other updates. But what I really want to talk about, and it is Essential Resource Tuesday, we are going to talk a little bit about Seattle media. I've mentioned this before on Locked on Women's Basketball, but this came into my menchies, as some people like to say, in my mentions. Um, and I want to go back to something that the Storm Chasers brought to my attention. Yes, that is Storm Chasers at WNBA Storm Chaser. Storm Chasers is dedicated to covering the four-time WNBA champion Seattle Storm aiming to be the very best media coverage for the storm. So that's that's the essential resource, the storm chasers. And because I follow the storm chasers, I was uh, it was brought to my attention that uh, as a lot of Seattle media were wrapping up 2020, that some forgot. I mean, I read it in I read it in the description here. They forgot to mention the amazing season that the four-time WNBA champion Seattle Storm had. And let me remind you that they got that fourth title in 2020. The fourth title got it in 2020. And for some reason, Seattle media just not getting with the funk. Unfortunately, this is not surprising. I have mentioned this. It was almost as if foreshadowing into the future because Gary Kloppenberg... My goodness, he was one of my favorite coaches to listen to in the Wubble. Some of the hottest, just sauciest quotes came from Gary. And um, 
there were a few times, once throughout the regular season, and then again after winning the championship, where he put Seattle media on notice that they need to put some respect on Sue Bird, Brianna Stewart, and the entire Seattle Storm team. So we're going to get into a little bit, you know, a little bit of wobble tea, if you will, that is uh, residual, already spilling, if you will, into 2021. So we're going to get into that. I'm going to, as I said, give you a few updates real quick in this first segment. We'll get into a little bit of wobble tea. And then, as I mentioned, I'll get you going if you want to keep up with what's happening in Georgia because women's basketball is definitely keeping up with Georgia. Highly recommend that. I also hope that you listen to the episode with Dawn Staley. I mean, if you ha- if you aren't fired up after listening to that interview, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I thought it was interesting to hear what Dawn Staley had to say about the tradition now of passing along a piece of the championship net to the next woman, the next black coach to win a women's NCAA title. You got to go check that out. But of course, I know most of you are locked on to women's basketball, which means you are listening uh, faithfully to Locked On Women's Basketball. So I know you caught it, but do me a favor. If you know someone else, South Carolina fan, someone that needs to hear what Dawn Staley is saying about the love letter to black women, about uplifting black women, and why she and Carolyn Peck are in lockstep when it comes to picking the next black woman to tap. Hey, share that podcast episode. Really love that conversation with Dawn Staley. But all right, for this show though, like I said, let's get into some news. All right, let's get to some news. As I mentioned, some of this Gabe Ibrahim and Amy Otterbert mentioned. Um, listen, I want to talk about Renee Montgomery. I'm not a football fan. I really don't understand how people talk about a lot of the things they do regarding social justice, uh, equity, all kinds of things, and still watch football. But you know what? Uh, in 2021, I am working on uh, my on curbing my desire instinct to critique, uh, or I should say, to criticize, to condemn, uh, or complain. Uh, so, I'm only speaking of what my mindset was before 2021. Um, so football, football is uh, something that I pass on, but Renee Montgomery has me intrigued about football, um, and that is because per TMZ, uh, she has become a uh, investor. Per TMZ, she and Marshawn Lynch are. Uh, co-owners of a professional football team that is uh, the new fan-controlled it's a new fan-controlled football league Um, and so I know nothing of this league Uh, 
I, I literally know nothing about this league. Uh, but here is Renee Montgomery talking to TMZ Sports. What do you guys think? Is this, good, is this a good decision for Johnny Manziel? Could this be the comeback of Johnny football? Hey, look, I think Amen. you're probably right, Ev, when you say that the door is closed on the NFL. But I think this is great for Johnny. I think the league is set up perfectly for him, seven on seven. He can get out there. He can throw the ball around. And he is going to be a huge draw. I don't know that there's anybody else, maybe outside of Colin Kaepernick, that this league could have signed and made the face of the league and drawn more attention. So I think this is going to be a big deal, a big signing for the league. I'm going to watch it. I want to see what Johnny still has and if he's still Johnny football. So tell me in. I'm, I'm actually really upset about this. Why? Okay. Because, well, I'm going to announce it here then. I just became an owner of the team, The Beast, and I don't understand why Johnny Football is allowed (laughs) to sign straight to the Zappers. I'm mad. Like, we're the owner of this team. Yeah, I'm with Marshawn Lynch and Miro. I'm joining. It hasn't even been announced yet, so I guess I'm announcing it here, but I'm mad. Whoa. Congratulations. First off, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. Secondly, so let me get this straight. Your your Twitter buddy is with LeBron James, and now your business partner is Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, but why did Johnny Football like do not pass go? Do not collect two hundred dollars. He went straight to the Zappers. Like I understand that the owner did a bet, and that's how Johnny Football even became in the fan, uh, fan control football league. But I was really excited to maybe draft him, but I guess not. <laughs> I mean, okay, so not only is Renee Montgomery a owner, co-owner of of this team, but she announced her co-ownership in, like, boss status. Like, yeah, as an analyst, I'll give you my thoughts, but also, hey, breaking news. I mean, is there anything that Renee Montgomery cannot do? This woman uh, sat out the WNBA season, uh, you know, literally hydrating activists <laughs> started remotely renee which i featured uh what was it a week ago remotely renee just having conversations with stacy abrams i will mention that in this clip from tmz sports link in the description she's wearing the wmbpa hoodie the vote georgia vote hoodie Um, so putting the WMBPA on and just breaks news casually like, oh yeah, I'm mad because XYZ, da 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 Renee, come on, sis. Come on, sis. Killing it. Um, other news, man, the Big East, you know, if, if y'all have listened to my Tuesday, Thursday shows, you know that I'm covering the Big East and let me tell you, it's been kind of (laughs) hard. There've been so many schedule changes. Uh, right now, we have schedule changes from Creighton. We have schedule changes. Um, so their games on the 6th, which is tomorrow, January 10th, and the 13th have been postponed um, due to, quote, a recent positive COVID test. But then we have, uh, there was news that came in uh, yesterday, just yesterday, that um, there was also some changes to the January 6th Providence uh, 
to Georgetown, excuse me. There was uh, some some changes to the Georgetown schedule. Their game against Providence set for tomorrow. Their game versus Xavier set for January 9th have been postponed, quote, out of an abundance of caution based on contact tracing. Um, and so now the Providence Friars will play Creighton tomorrow at 3 p.m., and the Xavier Musketeers will travel to Nova on Saturday for a 1 p.m. game. I said this on social media, but I'm tired of this. I am tired of this, y'all. I'm tired of getting these schedule changes, positive tests from players and coaches. I'm tired of it. You know, yeah, there's a vaccine out there, but not everyone has the vaccine yet. We're still seeing hospitalizations and deaths because of COVID. And I just don't understand why we're doing this. Um, the NCAA recently announced that the the men's NCAA tournament will be in a bubble. We have not heard anything, at least as of this recording, about the women's tournament. I, I just, I said this again on Twitter. If it's not a controlled environment, I don't want it. I really don't want it. It's... It's um, anxiety-inducing. We are putting people at risk. And it's, it's okay, so it's like, all right, if you're willing to risk death, like, what? But it's not just that. It's the impacts of COVID that we don't know. Apparently, there's a new strain out there. And as we can see, having people moving around is just not working. Oh my goodness. And as I as I live and breathe, look at this news that just came in. The Yukon women's basketball game scheduled for Thursday at Baylor has been canceled due to a positive COVID test within the Baylor women's basketball program. Are you kidding me, people? I hate this for sports. I hate this for college-age student athletes. I hate this for all of us. I want it I want it to to stop. This has to stop. Okay? Now I'm getting fired up. This is live. This is live pre-recorded radio. I just opened my email and saw this. This is out of control. Out of control. I am not willing to continue to endure positive case after positive case after positive case we all joke how we hate zoom meetings and we just want to give people hugs we didn't do that because it certainly became unfashionable we did it to save lives there are healthcare workers doctors nurses people who work in hospitals that have been exposed to this novel virus for almost a year now because it's their job to protect all of us sports is not the most important thing right now all right i'm gonna get into this uh segment break because this email really fired me up so congratulations renee montgomery i think you're awesome everybody else who's not doing controlled sports, I don't know what the heck you're thinking. I don't know what the heck you're thinking, and I don't like it. All right. I, I, 
we'll, we'll come. What was what did I say was the next segment? Oh yeah, I wanted to go off on Seattle sports media. So I'll I'll do some more ranting in the next segment. Are we ready for some football? College football heads into bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend. Not to mention, the NFL regular season is finishing up with the playoff picture becoming more and more clear. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I guess I'm back, y'all. I... (laughs) That email just, it it highlighted my point. What are we doing? This is not comfortable for me, but... Yeah, it's not comfortable for me. I don't feel comfortable moving on to my next segment. I don't feel comfortable soldiering on. You know, and I'm someone who's traveled during the pandemic. And I when I tell you, it took me so much thought... Um... careful planning, COVID testing. I did a 14-day quarantine after my first time traveling. It's a lot. It's a lot. And, you know, I talked about this also when I I mentioned uh, the Duke decision and reading some of the comments from, from the Duke players. Like, this is intense. Uh, also, uh, SMU, you know, it was an untenable. The, 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 what it took to have a season was weighing on the players. It was weighing on the players, and they didn't want to do it anymore. They didn't want to do it anymore. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of having to talk about it. I'm tired of reporting about it. I'm tired that it's not getting any better. I remember that ESPN special, and I was, I don't even usually watch ESPN, but I watched because I felt it was important. And it was at that moment that I realized that the sports industry is going to soldier on every general manager, coach, player, with exception of those in the women's leagues that were invited on, which, you know, I would argue was last minute, but, you know, it was just like, they're going to be positive cases. They're going to be positive. And I was like, what am I listening to? Why did we all just quarantine, self-isolate, work from home, you know, whatever you call it. Why did we do that if we were just willing to accept, accept positive cases? It's it's ridiculous to me, you know. I you know I wanted to talk about Gary Klopp and his clapback to Seattle media. I was going to talk about storm chasers, but I'm telling you, I I feel as if my moving on from this is perpetuating exactly what's making me uncomfortable. 
And I'm I'm tired of doing that, man. I, you know, when I do, whether it's my Big East wrap-up, when I do the Nine newsletter, Hockey Fridays, which will be returning on, on this, this Friday, I make sure to put COVID updates because this is still something that's happening. You know what? Yeah. Would I love to uh, go back to quote-unquote normal or whatever the heck everyone's talking? Yeah, of course I would love that. I also don't want more people dying. I don't want to die. I don't want people in my family. I don't want anyone to die because we had to have live sports with fans in arenas. We keep going on like this. Who is going to be left to enjoy sports? I'm just completely thrown, you know, after (laughs) the political climate and landscape, racial injustice, you know, unfortunately, I am prepared. I've been prepared my whole life to be disappointed, to be exhausted, to be utterly baffled and amazed at how people think. And, and, and the danger that they are willing to put others in for their own gain. But man, coronavirus is just taking this to another level for me. It's taking it to another level for me. And you know what? I'm going to switch things up. I just happened to listen to this clip from Gary Kloppenberg, who I wanted to talk about anyway. And you know what, Storm Chasers? I am very sorry because I'm, I'm, I'm pivoting on the fly, right? I am changing on the fly. I'm in my hockey mode. I am changing on the fly here. I still want to give you kudos, Storm Chasers, and we're going to talk about you as an essential resource. But today, my essential resource is Gary freaking Kloppenberg. I I was talking about this earlier on on the show. I've talked about it during the Wubble season, but this man makes sense to me. This man makes sense to me. And I'm going to play what he was saying months ago about the United States and coronavirus. That's what I'm going to do. Hey, hey, coach. Um, the league just uh, put out this morning of the uh, 139 players that were tested. There were zero positive results. Just your thoughts on that? I mean, I think it's a really um, a good example of, you know, su- successfully fighting COVID and what should probably be happening nation and worldwide. I mean, it's a group of uh, disciplined people that, that, know, that know the science of, of what needs to be done and they're following it. So, you know, I know it's a microcosm of, um, you know, small, a, a small uh, example, but I think what the rest of the country and, the, and even the rest of the world, um, probably more our country, I would say, because, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of countries around the world get it. That's why they've been able to get that, get the curve down. Um, but, you know, I think it's just a, a really good example of what people can do when they get get together, follow the science, are disciplined in what they're doing. Um, you know, you can, be, you can beat it. You can minimize what's happening. So I think it's, you know, it, it's just a really good example of that success that can happen if people do that. I think, um, you know, and that, that's what's really, to me, frustrating, disappointing about the American um, 
government approach. We had a chance probably back in March, if the science had been followed, if it's, you know, strict protocols had been really put in place on a national level and everybody nationwide and statewide had got on board with it, we would be like most countries that have done that uh, now have, you know, that where the curve is down low and obviously you, then you have to manage it, be, be careful and wear a mask and, and, and do everything you need to do. But, you know, it, we didn't have that. We didn't have any national leadership that set the tone there. So all the states, you know, made it into, they made the virus into a political issue and it still is, you know, and so, you know, a thousand or more people a day are dying needlessly in our country because of just very poor, poor, poor uh, leadership and, and um, you know, on this, um, this issue. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and for a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. We have separated the humanity from our need to be entertained. Well, listen, are you not entertained today? Because I'm fired up. I am fired up. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, I said I am not going to condemn. I am not going to complain. And I'm not going to criticize. That is my goal. I mentioned that. I'm reading a book. I forget the name of it. Who who the heck cares? I'll put it in the description. And you know, those things are important. It's, it's important to be able to interact with people in a cordial, in a respectful way. But here's the rub, folks. In a lot of ways, I identify with communities that regardless of how appropriate or with what intellect or, you know, how... How articulately we express ourselves. There, I am part of multiple communities that are never given the benefit of the doubt. And so you know what? Sometimes you got to get loud. Sometimes you got to get loud because I'm not trying to win friends. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to influence people right now necessarily. I'm trying to wake people up. What are we doing? What are we doing? I am, I am doing what I believe is necessary to advocate and to stand up for humanity, to stand up for lives, actual lives. <laughs> Where's my all lives matter crew? All lives matter, so put a mask on. My goodness, I'm, I'm really worked up, guys. I'm really worked up. All right, I think it's time for... Uh, another segment break and then I don't even remember how I said I was going to close the show oh right right talking about Georgia that should be fun and exciting um wow yeah that email just really I am I am I am disappointed I am I am in shock I am appalled by what what we presumably are willing to accept. And you know, if you're not willing to accept it, then you gotta say it. You gotta say it. 
And maybe you're not going to say it like me. You don't go on a freaking rant for two segments on a podcast about women's basketball. Maybe that's not what you're going to do. And that's fine. But you got to say something. Acknowledge what's happening here. You know, and people want to make this political, which is disgusting in and of itself. I don't know, man. I'm... Another thing I'm working on in 2020, and this is probably what's coming out, is, is being empathetic, is, is showing my emotion. And I'm, I'm really worked up today. I'm, I'm hurting. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'm confused. I don't know. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's talk about Georgia when we come back. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like a mortgage or food, just in case that stimulus check doesn't come when you need it. So why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? Chain stores have different tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear, kind of like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see the parts available for your car or your truck. Type locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com All right, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna get out of here soon. I do want to talk a little bit about Georgia. Listen, I've I've spoken about this, so I don't want to belabor anything here. But uh, I want to go to uh, another email that I saw earlier, um, and that is from the New York Times. Um, Breaking news, Senate control is at stake in two Georgia runoffs today, and early voting suggests races are very competitive. Here's what we're seeing so far, Tuesday, January 5th, 1.19 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so, and, you know, I'm not going to go through all of this. Giovanni Rossanello does a good job with this article talking about musicians whose minds are on Georgia. Uh, we have the health care is key issue for two Atlanta area voters supporting Democrats. That's a part of the roundup. Voter voices, I believe that our democracy has been in danger the last four years. I'd say even longer, but, uh, you know, that's not what we're doing today. Um... Trump urges backers to vote in runoff after Loeffler backs his bid to overturn the election in the Senate. So, you know, and also, also, <laughs> there, I got a lot of emails while I sat down to try and re record this. Um, 
I want to go to power plays. Lindsey Gibbs, former host here on Locked On Women's Basketball. Thanks to WNBA players, American democracy has a fighting chance. Now, I will say this. I've said this on the podcast before. I am not he, I am not of the opinion that we should um, give credit solely to the WNBPA for what's happening in Georgia. I think that is an erasure of Stacey Abrams, but more importantly, it is an erasure of John Lewis, Mr. Good Trouble himself. Uh, You saw Good Trouble written on Epiphany Prince's uh, shoes and Sue Bird's shoes. If we really want to get into Good Trouble, you know, um, you got to also honor the people that came before. So I, I get it. You know, this is for a basketball, uh, and a sports, um, audience, but we have a responsibility as people in the sports media industry to do a little bit of work on the historical front. And so while the headline, I don't think necessarily encompasses that, of course, the wonderful Lindsay Gibbs also gets into some of the, uh, local ways that you can support what's happening in Georgia. Again, I personally do not donate to uh, political campaigns. That's just a strong-held belief that I have, but there are ways that you can donate even still to any of the political campaigns. Uh, as the runoff is today, you can do phone banking, um, et cetera, et cetera. So just a reminder, and this, uh, in, in part, Lindsay gets into this as far as like, why the Atlanta Dream or even called the Dream? I do want to read this. This comes from Power Plays by Lindsay Gibbs. Quote, when Atlanta was awarded a WNBA team in 2007, it took a while to settle on the name for on a name for the franchise. But fan voting and executive decision making eventually dubbed the team the Atlanta Dream. A reference to Atlanta native Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s famous I Have a Dream speech, a passionate plea for the nation to dismantle to dismantle systemic racism and, quote, make the real promises of democracy, delivered in front of the Lincoln Memorial at the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom in 1963. So there you go. That's uh, what the Atlanta Dream is named after. And so alongside players like Renee Montgomery, Elizabeth Williams, who I have had on Locked On Women's Basketball, truly, despite who their partial owner is and uh, that she's running for one of these Senate positions, um, I think more relevant... um, is that the Atlanta Dream players are making good on their namesake. Uh, That's my opinion. East meets West in Locked On NBA Tuesdays. Wes Goldberg, Warriors beat writer for the Mercury News and host of Locked On Warriors, and David Ramil, host of Locked On Heat, tackle the biggest NBA stories of the day, coast to coast. Subscribe to Locked On NBA podcast wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, and I think uh, I think we're going to wrap there because, you know, this COVID thing, I'm really going to have to I'm I'm convicted to think differently about my coverage. Um I don't want everything to be doom and gloom, but we can't pretend. When you pretend, that's 
why we get into bad trouble. <laughs> if I can play off of the good trouble that John Lewis wanted. Good trouble is maybe what the Atlanta Dream are doing, despite the ties that the team has to Kelly Loeffler, who has made it clear that she is not supportive of Black Lives Matter, among other things. That's good trouble. Bad trouble is ignoring a problem so much that you essentially are a co-conspirator in not dismantling the system, but in perpetuating the system. So I'm tired of you know, and I don't want to be, whether it's knowingly or subconsciously or not, I don't want to be a part of bad trouble. I always want to be a part of good trouble. So I need, I need to, I need to do some thinking. Um, I'm going to reassess and reflect my practices. Um, and, uh, Maybe we'll explore that journey together. I do want to get back to Storm Chasers. Please go check them out again. Um, had, a, had a whole whole different thing planned here, but uh, do want to give the Storm Chasers some love. And uh, we'll, I'll do a rant on media another day, I guess. But uh, again, it's WNBA Storm Chaser. At, uh, at WNBA Storm Chaser on Twitter. Uh, and then as far as the website, um, so that's on Twitter. And um, we'll get into why Seattle media needs to put a little more respect on the Seattle Storm. Uh, and maybe I'll have some fun crossover. You know I cover hockey. I am very intrigued by the Seattle Kraken and I think that their approach to media is a nice mix of again getting into good trouble but not falling into the bad trouble just because it's easier. It's easier to go along with things um, and so I like that they have posted some great things about the native community which is extremely important. I mean we talk about Black Lives Matter um, and there's a very specific reason why we uplift black lives but what i always love to see is that we talk about marginalized communities about communities that have been an integral part of north america and the united states let's speak even more specifically but unfortunately um have seen harm and terror erasure uh perpetuated by uh the very country that they are a part of um, so, yeah. All right. Um, thanks for listening. You know, I wanted to kick off with a bang and I think I did, maybe not in the way I intended, but this definitely got spicy. So I will be back on Thursday. You know, maybe we'll have a winner in the Georgia runoffs. Maybe we won't, but we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, there are some ties to native basketball and, um, you know, just some foolishness that was happening when Kyrie Irving did a very, um, uh, a very sacred practice of saging. And, um, so maybe I'll talk about that on Thursday for social justice, because I've been talking a lot about anti-black racism, but, uh, again, there are a lot of marginalized communities in the United States, and they're marginalized because, again, we perpetuate that. We get, we get, we fall into the lull of bad trouble. Um, but we, we need to. I, I want to 
just challenge you to think about what good trouble means to you and, uh, and how we can make an impact because it's always women. It's always women um, and children, if we look historically, who dare to challenge the system. Always, always. Can't find a movement where that's not true. Um, so why not talk about it on Locked On Women's Basketball? All right, I'm Erica Lindsay Ayala. Hey, sometimes we get a little spicy, but it's real. I open emails sometimes when recording, and you get what you get. So uh, that's what we saw today. So we won't have that UConn-Baylor game to announce. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm not sure, y'all. I'm not sure we're getting to the NCAA tournaments. And you know what? I might be a little bit disappointed if we do. But uh, that we shall see. Erica Lindsay Ayala, if you want to follow me, <laughs> you can follow me at elindsay08. Of course, you can listen to Locked On Women's Basketball. Highly recommend listening to Dawn Staley. Can't recommend that enough, man. I'm just so excited to see who she and Carolyn Peck tap. Uh, and... Uh, that should be good. So if this was a little much for you, maybe maybe listen to that interview. Until Thursday, Erica Lindsay Ayala signing off.